and we're back. It feels good right now. Indy, are you ready? I'm ready. Mic's on. Sing it, Cisco. Indeed, you gotta tell me. I don't know. You have to tell me. It's kind of zone that we're on. It's kind of zone that we are on. Welcome back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host. Be loved. And like always, I have my very special host with me, India Marie. Ooh, India Marie and Be Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. And give it up for yourself right now. Yeah, I'm back. My hand claps are working. Last week they were not working, but this week I am back and I'm in full effect. India, like always, I have to start by letting gratitude be our attitude. So thank you all for reviewing the podcast. And don't forget to go leave a review. And each week we will continue to read a review from you all. Last this is week. at the end of this year, right? Yeah, throughout the end of the year, you got like shit four more four more weeks, right? No. How many more weeks? You got two weeks. Four. Today, Tuesday, Tuesday, and Tuesday. That's three Tuesdays. You just said four, so it. The end of the year right. is four. It's it's four weeks. Listen, I'm giving away Today at least four more t-shirts. One, two, three, three. Okay, we both wrong. We can say we 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 know we were close. All, we're already a full week into December. December. Yeah, we are. So I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But anyway, make sure to go leave us a review to get this damn shirt from me. I got two more to send out, and you guys will be getting your shirt soon. Um, however, I like to send out in bulk. So get your reviews in. It's easier for me. That way I won't forget. Don't look at me like that. Just know I'm sending out T-shirts every time you review because I, I, I'm showing appreciation to the people. I wish I can go back and give all like 200 people T-shirts that review, but I ain't got that type of money. All right. But anyway. What? Nothing. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Nothing. I wasn't uh, about to say nothing. Good. Because I like, shit, you, you got all the money. What was your idea to give out the shirts? Yeah, I know. I love it. I, li- I love, <laughs> I love. All right, so think about me. I love interacting with you all throughout the day, the week, the month, whatever. I love when you leave a review. I love when you hit us up in the DM. I love when you like just say something to us in the comments. I love all of that. However, um, <laughs> I'm not going to put you out there, right? Because you're looking at me like, don't say what you're going to say next. India, on the other hand, is an introvert. Are you an introvert? I think you are. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, uh, it's cool, but I would rather not be talking all the time. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to talk your head off. So I love it. What I miss the most about right now is we have planned on having a holiday soiree part two. Oh. Last yeah. year, this time... I was knee deep in talking about a damn holiday soiree this year. year. Yeah, it would have been had we done it this year. It would have been next week. It would have been next week. I was, we were. I say I was. We were dealing with venues left and right, making sure we could get the right. You know, like making sure we wanted to make something big happen. So last year was the first holiday soiree but it definitely will not be the last unfortunately we couldn't have one this year however i do have something planned i'll tell you what we got planned what i have planned i haven't discussed it with india this is the first time she's hearing these plans india what do you mind if we go live um for the last you know episode or two take it back to the beginning of covid you know what i mean let's go back i'm asking you do you mind one Two. We got three left. I said one. 
We compromise into one and a half. So we're going live for a holiday soiree live edition. We didn't talk about this. This is not like pre rehearsed She's just not hearing this. So, um, yeah, y'all stay tuned. We'll have more details. I'll make India make it look nice and festive, and uh, we're going to do it. You are annoying. What you mean? Like, I can't even believe you just sprung that on me like that. I got to catch you when I like, can. No, you are literally a piece of work. Thank you. Thank you. I'm working on myself, too. What are you looking forward to the most this week? Come on, let's talk about it real fast. Give it to me, because I got a lot to cover in a little bit of time. I'm not, not having to adhere to any deadlines. What you mean? The holiday market is over. You said that like you were so depressed. Like, like you, you had to put a little more enthusiasm behind it. You no, had I'm the really holiday excited. market. No, 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 okay. No, no. I, if Jeez. I want a break, then I can get a break. You act like it, there's an issue. It's the end of the year. I don't have to go hard, hard, hard. I can enjoy my last couple weeks of this year. That is what I'm going to do. So I am excited about chilling and I don't, just doing nothing this week. Well, I do get to celebrate my friend's 30th birthday. So I am excited about that. I mean, I would hope you, it's just, it's a birthday celebration. It's time to party. It's time to get together with your loved ones. I hope you guys do it in a safe and efficient manner. All right. So I'm not going to hold things up. Um, let's just get right into it and talk about what we have to talk about so we can go ahead and get through it this today for y'all. Let's do it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and get right into it, man. You know, um, like I said, it was something that came across my phone this week from my group text that we have. And the homegirl, Sydney, sent out this video of this guy. His name is Kevin Samuels. If, and if you haven't heard of him, you can definitely go check him out. I'm not promoting his stuff because I don't really know him like that. I haven't even listened to it. But Sid sent this one clip from Worldstar. And if you haven't heard it, listen up right now. Those younger girls don't necessarily are necessarily, 20-year-olds are not necessarily attracted to 45-year-olds. Bullshit. Um, Bullshit. I'm 51, and I, and I can't beat them off with a stick. That's another one on you lies. No, younger women are always, younger women are attracted to older men. What are you talking about? So, can you see me? Yes, I can. Okay. So, do you feel like a woman like me? Uh-huh. What would you rank yourself on a scale from 1 to 10? You cannot use 7. Would I rate myself? Mm, just your face. Um, my face when I wake up five, but when I put myself together six. Okay. No. And how tall are you? Five five. Dress size. I'm sorry. Your dress size. A three. Okay, so that makes you. If you give yourself a five, that's average. Yes. So average-looking women tend not to get high-earning men. They tend to get average men. Look at the disappointment. So, um, did you, did you, I mean, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Breathe and digest. You're 35 years old and you can look around and see the world. You don't tend to see higher earning men with average looking women off rip. If you do see them, they got them, they got their average looking woman when they were both really young and he built his way up. All right. So in that clip, you probably heard my guy Kevin Samuel just going on and on and on and berating this poor girl, making her rate herself, like really kind of talking down to her about her life. And it kind of made me question even though the message was harsh, was the message right? And I listened back, and I'm just going back and forth and kind of listening to it, and I thought about, like, damn, could my guy Kevin Samuels said this in a different way? I was confused. So that made me then text the group back. And basically, I feel like the question is, do we sometimes go out and set ourselves up 
to have unrealistic expectations based off of our circumstances when it comes to dating. Hear me out. This girl, she wanted a man that was making about, I forgot, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but she wanted a man that was making all type of money. He didn't have any kids, but she had a kid. She she had a good job, and then my man Kevin made her rate made her rate herself. And I think this is where the content went wrong. I don't think he should have done that. By him doing that, kind of forced, maybe forced her to do something she otherwise wouldn't have even wanted to do. So the man, okay. So the part that I watched, he is very toxic. And he does. He comes off as very toxic to women. And I don't necessarily think that it's an unrealistic expectation. If that is what you want in a man, then, you know, that's just what you want. And he's basing it off of, like, the way she looks. Like, she's not capable of getting a high-earning man because... According to him, she's an average-looking woman, mm-hmm. but that's not that. But according to her, because she did right this, why I got to cut him some slack, and I think he set her up for the kill. According to her, she's average. He said, rate yourself on a scale to one to ten. Ten, we all know, being the highest, and she gave herself a six. I think she deserved more credit than that, but she gave herself a six. I think that she probably dropped a five as like a plan is safe. And who knows like what insecurities were already, you know, playing in play at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe she could have already had like some self-esteem issues and you're on a slippery slope when someone asks you to, when you're talking about rating anyone, you mm. kind of already on a slippery slope because it's like, um, I'm a three to you, but I could be an eight to somebody else. Like we we've seen people where we're There's like, somebody oh my for gosh. everybody. Yeah, we're like, that is not a very attractive looking person, but the person that they're with loves them. Yeah, somebody so, for everybody. There it is. Maybe she shouldn't have rated herself a five. Maybe she should have rated herself higher than that, but he's still rude. <laughs> and it reminded me like I remember on Instagram, like kind of when Instagram first came out, but definitely a couple years ago, people were doing a rating game. Really? Yeah. So like, I didn't get into it. Um, guys would have a group. Ooh, I like this. Guys would have a group B. Oh, that's regular, regular. And <laughs> it's right now. This happening. They would. I think that's how it went. They would post it on Instagram, and. If you want it to be rated, you would like the picture. So I remember this one girl, she did it. So yeah, they would she would like the picture and then they would um drop a picture of the girl in the group and the guys in the group would I do rate remember that. the girl. And then they would post it back. And then they would yeah, post the, yeah. you know, the results on Instagram. And I remember that now vaguely, but again, I remember. you're asking like I thought it was just stupid because you're asking these raggedy niggas to write you. And half of them in the group probably don't got their shit together. But and here you are. You like, oh, I want you to write me because I know I'm the shit. They're going to give me at least an eight. Everybody needs validation, man. We live for validation. Everybody done write at you between the three and the five. Now, what does that do? For your confidence and your self-esteem. So regardless of like this man, yeah, um, he definitely wasn't trying to help the situation. I, and the the comment where he says that high or high earning men yeah, that was, don't that date was, average looking women. That was crazy. That was because we all know we can look at a lot of people right now, and we, like you said, may not find their wives to be a 10. But they do, and they love them, high-earning or not. It doesn't even matter. Um, I think the guy just wanted to kind of... I think the guy was trying to get some clickbait going uh, on, And too. then he said, <laughs> nobody wants a middle-aged, 
baby mama, yeah, a thirty-five-year-old yeah. baby mama. Now, like I get, he said it wrong. I understood. I understood where he was coming from because what she was saying in the whole in the whole totality of the interview, she said she didn't want a man with kids and she wanted a man making up like in in the six figures. Now and he was like, "You want all this, but you got a kid, and you want all this, but." You no, know, look, kind of look at look at where you are in your life right now, and you can't just go out here and say, "Oh, just because you don't make six figures and you're, I don't know." Less, she was kind of saying before that conversation that the men that she was looking at were lesser than as well. So, not hearing the entire convo, this well, what so happened. the the kids comment is kind of like. Eh. <laughs> I definitely don't agree with that because I tell people all the time, and I talked about this with my friends, I think that the older we get, the harder it is it, that it may be for you to find somebody who doesn't already have kids because we are just the generation yeah. where marriage isn't valued and a lot of people don't care about having kids before they're married. So the possibilities of you finding somebody as you get like those mid 30 mid 30s yeah. 40s like kids, how many slim. people are you finding that don't already have kids then you might look at them a little crazy like man yo what, what your, your your swimmers ain't swimming your, your men ain't marching you can't shoot the club up like what's going on yeah so that may be something um however i do think it's something to be said about finding people in different income brackets based on who you Surround yourself with So Okay I, I see what you mean by that If we're looking for A high earning man Yeah I'm not going to Certain places If that's what I want I want to go to the places Where the men with money going So Like I guess I, I want to go that. to the I want to go I'm going to be in the nice restaurants, the nicer clubs trying mm. to get bobbing at the bottom of the VIP section trying <laughs> to get in. Right. Lord have mercy. Like Help I us. am I'm not going to the thirsty turtle. Ain't no wrong with the thirsty. <laughs> sometimes. Now you, you know what? Sometimes there may be some high earning men in the yes, thirsty turtle, but you know the the times I've been in there, you know, everybody looked about average. Like, you know, we were all on the same playing field in Thirsty Turtle. I go so. to the Thirsty Turtle and I'm not average. I'm a 10 out of 10. 10 tens. You know, self-love is the tens. best love. It's, you better but, tell um, <laughs> I give it. So, you know, I don't know what she she she's doing or like did she did she talk what what was her career like what she did, did she do I forgot uh, I don't know if it was a nurse I don't know why I want to say that but she did mention what she did for a living and you mentioned something a minute ago that I want to double back to me and one of the homies had this conversation just the other day and I know this is not like the most cliche thing to say and it's not probably the most political political correct thing to say but i gotta say what i gotta say it is a lot harder for a woman with a child to go out there and find I a agree. man who would accept them and their child versus all right i'll put I, I, let, let me set the stage you and i divorce we go our separate ways we have blake right it will be a lot harder for you to go out and find somebody who is accepting of you and Blake than it would be for me to go out, I think, and find a woman that's more accepting of me and Blake. That's I what I think. Agree. I don't agree. I think I'm fine to tell. Now, I'm not saying, see, see, and here we go. Surface <laughs> level. We have this conversation but, all the time. But I don't, I don't about necessarily the, think it's because of the guy. I think that women have a hard time, like, remarrying. Like, they have a harder time remarrying okay, and, okay. and dating. I see, um, I see what you mean. After the, the after the divorce than men do. Men are it's easier for men to move on than it is for women to do. And I I think I believe that just because of the situations that I that I literally seen, like real life situations. Um my grandmother, for instance. Mm. My grandmother had four kids with my grandfather. Yeah. They divorced. My grandmother never remarried. My grandfather did. I'm a young woman too. Yeah. Player. And, but granted, she already had a son of her own. Indeed. As well. So, you know, he got his 
four kids. It's a lot. Now, I, I, now, if we divorce, I don't necessarily want to step into a relationship with a man with four kids. But it's easier. It's for, easier yeah, because he was you. a man than he was a woman. So I don't. I don't think it's necessarily because, like, I mean, you know granted, men may not be choosing women who have kids, but I also think it's a like a 50-50 piece. Like it's just it's a bit harder for women to move on once they've divorced and had those kids. I agree with that, but what I'm talking about just the baggage itself in general. Like if I'm a guy and I see you, and this is like we are not married now, but if I see you and I I talk to you like, hey, you know, this and that, whoop whoop. You're like, yeah, I got a kid, and I'm like, oh, okay. I start second guessing. No matter how fine you said you were, I might start second guessing because one, I'm like, do I really want to raise somebody else's kid if I don't have any? Do I? And I have made it up till this point, being me by myself, and now I meet you and you have a kid. In my mind, I could be thinking selfish and be like, damn. Not only do I have to now take care of this woman that I just met, I got to take care of a kid too? <laughs> nope, not uh, for me. I mean, versus, honestly. Versus a woman who will see a man and women normally, to your credit, are more nurturing, right? So you may see me, and this is you and I, we just met. You may see me, I'm like, hey, nice to meet you, shawty. I got, I got a kid, you know what I'm saying? Look at him, here's a picture. Now, now I tell you about my baby mom and she cool. Like we got a good relationship. And you will be more apt to be like, okay, well, I'll stick around and give it a try since you seem like you got it together. You know, you're reasonable and you have your baby mama situation straightened out. I'll give it a try. Uh, We're going to have to agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> because I just, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just don't necessarily. First of all, if the, if if that were the case and a guy approached me with that type of mindset, I wouldn't want him to be anywhere near me anyway. But you never like, know that. You would never know. But right? he he would show his hand. He would show his hand. Like <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd rather you show your hand than you for you to like um, be like, well, maybe I can put up with the kid. But then you get in a situation, and then it's like, uh, well, no, like, no. I'd rather you show your hand up front because, like you said in the beginning of the conversation, there's somebody for everybody. Indeed, and it is. And you are just not my person. It's like if you can't accept me with my kid, then you you literally don't need to be nowhere near me. And I'm okay. And in that case, yes, I would rather be by myself. Like I, I would never be in such a rush to move on and like jump into another situation. Like, but that's just kind of how I've always been. I'm just, I'm just not that type. So whether you know, kid or not, I do think that there's definitely a double standard there. Oh, for <laughs> um, sure. That's what I was getting to. Like we know it is. A good look, an ugly man can bag a good looking woman with some paper. If he got a little bit of paper and he got a little bit of cool, he can make her laugh. He can get her. He can get a good looking woman. An ugly oh, guy. Oh, absolutely. Ugly guy. Perfect example. Shaq and um, Shawnee O'Neal. <laughs> Shaq is attractive. He's Shaq is attractive. I'm, okay. He, he's, he's an, mm, he's, he wouldn't be my type. <laughs> you like small dudes. Look at me. I got a big heart. I have not always liked small dudes. When have you ever been with a big guy? Okay, slim, yes. Taller. Okay. I mean, slim, I've always dated slimmer go. guys. Here but we go taller, with short, I've short definitely shaming. dated short shaming. Taller than you. Stop short shaming right now. You know what I mean? You dated shorter than me too, but I ain't complaining. No, you definitely have. That was dated though with my boyfriend. And that was a mistake. <sighs> well, we moved the goalpost when it's convenient, though. Oh, it's, that was, it's a mistake that was a when it's mistake. convenient. When it's convenient, your conversation all of a sudden is, well, ain't nobody else like, dated you, one of Obviously, we know it doesn't matter who you date because you dated taller, shorter. Like, it, right. it don't matter. All. I love them all. I got a big heart. I love. Be love. I got a big heart. I put it out there on the line. What I'm trying to get to, you just messed it up. You messed my whole conversation up right now. Whatever. What I'm trying to get to is, you will see, you can see, is more often than not, an ugly dude with a very, very attractive woman. You like, how in the hell did that happen? You probably rarely see, rarely see an ugly girl with like uh, an attractive guy. Oh, like I that. got you a better example. Give me one. B besides Shaq, uh, oh uh, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. 
those women were doing that for TV. We all know what the clout but was. But some at of them point. actually like they they kissed him, had sex with him. It's disgusting. But see, the TV disgusting. cameras. I guarantee okay, you cut so those cameras TV, off. Nobody be out there doing it. For TV, I do. You want to? You can't say it's for TV. It was for money. I do. You want it was better. for money. The the TV was the gateway. Ooh, I'm scared. I do. You want better? Somebody we know personally that I don't want to do. I'm going to whisper it right now to you. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't hear this. Uh, he has a song out. Um, oh. Because <laughs> they kind of look alike. When you said Flavor oh, Flav, yeah. they, they kind of, they got the same kind of aura. But he's cool. Got swag. You see what I mean? Though? Like, this guy has a lot going for himself. But I do think it's something to be said about ugly niggas and them being funny. Yeah, I'm listen. And having good personalities. I could deal with that. Like I've always said, if you can I make me you. if you can make me laugh, like you you can get somewhere with me. So Hey fellas, that's how I got here. Laugh the right out of them draws. So <laughs> You make me feel so Sometimes it's not about the looks. Granted, like the money is a plus, you treated me to nice things, but I can look at your face if you if you treat me nice and you make me laugh. Tickled her. Right in them underwear. This thing I know, boy, she was gyrating on this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> laughing and gyrating on me. Put that thing on me. You are exhausting. Now, I will say this. Going back to the beginning, going all the way back around, do you agree that sometimes we can set some unrealistic expectations for ourselves based on our circumstance? Now, Go ahead. Uh, yes. Maybe not unrealistic we expectations. We all have lied on our resume before, have we not? I was going to say, maybe, exact maybe same not thing. unrealistic expectations, but I do think that sometimes we block our blessings hmm. by having such a strict list of the things that we want. Granted, like, it's okay. Like, have your standards, you know, know what you want in a guy. But to say, like, I will never date anybody shorter than me. Okay. That short man might be your husband. Or I will never date anybody with kids. Uh, Not knowing that you can meet a man with kids and love them kids as your own. Like, I don't think that that kind of stuff has to be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. I want somebody who is rich that's making six figures. Well, maybe you meet somebody that's on the same page as you and y'all end up making six figures together. Boom, there it is. There it is. See how you said that? It was so eloquent how you broke that. That was amazing. This guy, Kevin, first of all, I don't like him. I don't like nothing he said to that girl. I'm going to double back. But the way you just said that right then, that's how he should have put it. He shouldn't have tried to make his... He shouldn't have tried to beat her down by making himself look great. Because that's what he was doing, too. Even in that clip, he was like, you mean to tell me that I, the girl was 36 years old? He said, don't nobody want a 36-year-old middle-aged woman? He said, and then she was like, well, same thing for a man. He was like, girl, please, I can't beat these women off with a stick. I'm looking at you like, you mean you can't beat these dudes off with a stick, homeboy? You look... Anyway. Possibly. Um, his delivery was definitely wrong. It's it, And it's like, you don't have to berate women to get your point across. That's what it felt like to me. Um, it's like, you don't have to kick my ego down. Yes. Especially in the name, up. especially in the name of your sorry ass show that ain't nobody ever heard of. That's what I'm saying. That was messed up. You shouldn't have played the girl like that. He really did her bad. So, uh, like I said, I, I don't really know. But even if you have unrealistic expectations, just know there are your expectations and you shouldn't have to settle. If that's what you want, hell, keep looking until you find it. But just know now, you may not be the prize you think you are either I in li- everybody's eyes. Like, I literally have friends who, who told me, like, I'll never date a guy with kids. Mm-hmm. I will never do X, Y, Z. And it's literally the situation they're in. I'll never cook for a guy. I'll never do all of these things for like it's literally what they are doing right now. <laughs> cook but it, they are clean it. so in love with these men. And I love it. I love yep. it. But you know, eventually you meet that person to where all your rules goes 
out the window. But you know what I can say about one one of your friends in particular? Um, I think that she's so confident and comfortable in herself. Even if she would have met somebody with 12 kids, she would have still known the person that she was and she would have been fine anyway. You know what I mean? But I think you have to have that type of confidence in yourself to know that when when you have somebody right in your faces for you, and if you are self-aware enough to know that, then you got to jump on it. You can't be like, ah, oh, well, he got kids, so I don't want him because that's one of the things that I said I would never do. Nah, it's all about being self-aware enough to know, like, listen, he got kids, but I'm cool still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good over here. I can I can do my own thing and also help him rear the kids as well. So I think it's dope. Yeah, I just, I hate that. I, I tell folks all the time, you missing out on your blessing. <laughs> Self-awareness like. is real. <laughs> Self-awareness is real. Also, it makes me think about something I was going to ask you too. I really was going to ask um, somebody else this because I was having the conversation. But do you or would you now, if you were single, I was going to ask a, sing, a single person this. If you were single, right, would you almost require or suggest the person that you were dating to get some therapy if you were in therapy for yourself like right now at this moment? Yes. Yeah. For instance, like we know somebody right now in therapy, doing great and just got a new guy, doing great with that new guy. Do you think it'd be wrong for her to suggest him, not like not pushing on him, but say, hey, this has been working for me. I think it'd be a good idea if you also go see somebody too to talk about um, just yourself. Like what do you... what? What do you want and who are you? Um, so I think that's kind of a slippery slope because oh, I know slope. when I've suggested therapy to people, sometimes they just don't take it the me? right way. Um talking about me. You can say you can say me to I people. I mean, I am talking about you. So why um, don't you say me then? This is a transparent podcast. But right? other people as well. Like I just I'm on uh, this this will be my me. this will be my third week back in therapy. You got a new therapist? Same one. It's a new therapist. Shout out to India's new therapist. Well, because that was the reason why I stopped going. Like, I was going to therapy back in, like, June, July-ish. Um, and me and the therapist, we just were not on the same page. Um, and she was inconsistent in her work. I think Ooh. she had. Because the thing is, a lot of people are in therapy right now. That's because great. there's just great. so many different factors going on. Like, the this pandemic... And the way that we've had to live this year has affected everybody in such a grand way that a lot of people just need help right now. And I think that she was just overbooked because she would give me an, a homework assignment for the week. And then the next week she would even like she wouldn't even bring it up or she would forgot that she had even given it to me. So it's like I would spend all week working on her fucking homework assignment and then we would get in therapy and she would completely switch subjects on Man, me. And this is the kind of teacher you want in and school. And I was like. But this is not school anymore. We didn't even discuss like the sh what you told me to do last week. Like we ain't even got through that, and you jumping on to something else. So I I let her go. So I was with her for maybe like five weeks. Yeah. Um, and then from there I had so I haven't been in therapy since like June or July. Um, so I just started back again. But I said that I my goal was to get back in therapy before my thirtieth birthday. Mm -hmm. So that that's what I'm doing. Girl, you getting old? But. I do think it's necessary. So I think that it would be helpful for people starting out in relationships to know each other's triggers. But if you don't know your own triggers, hey, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get you to. Can't, yeah. You can't like you you can't expect it from the other person. You can't offer that information to the other person because you are not self-aware and you don't know your own triggers. Mm. So ideally, yes, I do think it would be a good idea for, you know, both parties to be in therapy because um, it'll probably help you avoid some of those arguments that come later on down the line. Um, but I also believe in <laughs> pre-premarital counseling. Okay, that's enough. All so right, let me stop you right here. You I know crazy. of couples who have gone to counseling <laughs> As they were dating. No, nah, not and me. And they went as they were dating because they knew that marriage was on the table. Okay. And they knew that it was coming up. So it's like... You got to lead with that. Why not? Lead. Why not do it? 
so that you know let's say we get in here and we realize we're on the completely different page it's like right. we can hold off on this engagement or the engagement just doesn't have to happen Ah, okay. You know, like in certain, some situations, we may not be a good fit for each other because a lot of the issues that couples face, you don't realize that they exist until you get knee deep in the marriage. And at that point, it's too late. Too deep. You know what else happened this week? I'm sorry to cut you off. I thought about something else, right? But I don't, you know, I don't believe in pre premarital counseling. If you and I are dating, let's just, we, let's just get done dating. We can get to the rest later on. I'm trying to date no. and have a good time, man. No, I don't need that's all your that. problem. You too busy trying to have a good time and you don't want to deal with issues. I want to deal with issues, but I also don't want to make the issues the front and center thing every time we have a conversation. So let's say we go to premarital counseling. Okay. And we get the hard up arguing in premarital counseling. Our premarital counseling should have been more extensive. We probably should have went to a real counseling instead of the church counseling. Hallelujah. Let's just say we get deep up in counseling, premarital counseling, and we decide like, oh, this isn't a a good fit. Then we call the engagement off. Hmm. Whereas some of the stuff can be talked about before you even get there, before you even get to the engagement. You don't even have to buy a ring because you know for a fact that this is not going to work out. <laughs> but can we learn each other without having a third party involved? Like, can we just talk and be around each other and no. enjoy each other's company without involving a third party? Can I get to know you the good old fashioned way? No. Okay. Because talk to me. The good old fashioned way is not serving a lot of couples. Like, some like that's why people are having such a hard time working through these issues because it, it's the you want to do things the good old fashioned way. There's something to be said about reinventing the way you look at relationships. We don't have to do relationship just because it was because of what was already mirrored to us. We don't have to do relationship because that's what we saw others do or because of what parents did yeah or grandparents did yeah i got you because but still i don't have to involve every time around every corner a third party just for us to be happy sometimes i want my happiness to be with me learning you on an individual level but sometimes we don't have the tools to do okay that. now you're talking so you added some more flavor to a tool sometimes it's just not in our I wheelhouse agree. i agree with that yeah sometimes an expert it's needed. Because conflict resolution, like how, you know, I got how you. How you slice it is needed. And again, it's like, like I said, it's part of the reason why I decided to go back to therapy for myself. Because I want to know why these things trigger me. Why mm-hmm. do I get so upset by, you know, you or anybody else doing a certain action? Okay. Like, I want to know how to work through that stuff and sometimes we as normal people we just don't have the tools to figure it out on our own yeah like i know we come from the pray it away generation yeah you know i ain't with that but i mean i'm with prayer but i ain't with just praying it away but actions works tangible i think that people forget that Faith without works is dead. So you pray you, you pray on it and you don't put in the work to change it, then it's not gonna change. At this mm-hmm. point, you just you just you literally just talking to God. But God is sitting there like, Well, I gave you the tools. Why aren't you using them? Man, God I gave you a therapist. Prayers. I gave you all of this stuff that you can use, and you're literally not using it. God blocking your prayer. Send it to the spam folder. I don't wanna hear it. It's in the promotions folder in Gmail. You so, never look there unless you're looking for a coupon. I don't agree that you're like, we don't No, We don't have to always have a third party involved. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But a lot of times, most times than not, it is necessary. And therapy is not like something that has to be done for a lifelong thing. Like right now, I'm on a three month treatment plan. I'm going to be in therapy at least three months. That's cool. Listen, me and so, my guy, me, me and my therapist, um, shout out to JP. Y'all know I talked about JP if you listen on a regular basis. Um, I talked about JP a lot. Me and JP, we I, I don't I don't go to JP anymore because he told me what I was going for initially, 
He couldn't help me anymore. He said, man, I think you're good. You have reached the point of no return now, and I feel like you are in a great space. So I have to now find a new therapist. And I, I, I know JP was my guy. How, and also... Indy looking at me crazy right now. Because you did, you, you, I also you think cheated JP, on a deal. I also think JP and I got super cool and people, Indy didn't like that. She was like, hey, me and JP got cool. Not, not like, you know what I mean. But anyway. Because you, <laughs> because you didn't do the things that you said that you were going to do. I tried, man, but I Like, I was, you went in there, you talked about one subject, which it. was great. That's but, all I needed. At the time. You never even brought up the issues that you and I were having together at the time. Like, I went, I started therapy. I taught that lady. Look, here's the thing. Folks be going to therapy and be lying. You know I don't lie. They, you know I don't lie. They, they be afraid of what the therapist is going to say. Shit, but I don't give a shit. I don't know them. I go to therapy. And I lay all shit out on the table. I'm like, this is what's going on. This is what happened. This is how it's happened. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I think that he's feeling. Like, help me. Help me understand. Like, I lay it out. And this is what you should do. You paying for it. I mean, when you go to the trainer, right? When I, I'm going to the gym. When I go to the gym, I tell old Safa, bro, listen, I can't lift that damn shit. You better take some of that damn weight off and give me some little weight. I ain't gonna hurt myself. I'm laying it out on the table right now. Same thing with therapy. I lay it out on the table when I go and I tell them, like, listen, man, I'm not strong in that area. Help me get there. I tell them just like I would go to the gym. If I want to bench press more, I'm gonna let's start off here. And this is where I'm trying to get to. Therapy. Let's start off here. And this is where I need to get to. Now I can't help that in the meantime, we're gonna get cool because I'm just a cool guy. I can't help that. I just can't. You know, I like to talk to people. And then when I get in, so you're gonna to go talk, back to JP? I would like to go back down. I'm gonna find somebody else. Me and JP, that's my guy. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm gonna give somebody else a try. I'm gonna spread. Cause listen, <laughs> you know this about me, right? Going back, so I equate everything to like things I like to do. When I first started working out, I'd had like three trainers, right? Yeah. And then now I found one I really <laughs> like. My guy, oh, I got I'm cool. I'm here. I'm stable. I'm committed. And once I commit to somebody, a person, friend, foe, whatever, I'm committed. Even a foe. If I don't like you, I don't like you. Shout yeah. to Adam. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Um, so. And for some reason, like, when I when I found JP for you, I felt, at the time, I thought that you would be better with a guy therapist because I was like, well, maybe you could talk to him like a friend or like. I, and that's what happened. <laughs> but that's what happened. And I was like, well, maybe you benefit from a woman, actually. <clears throat> like, she can't be an attractive woman. Don't give me no joy. Somebody that could possibly bring out, like, the softer side of you. I'm soft. No, you're not. I'm cotton. You are not. <laughs> you literally have a wall up. You have like an emotional brick wall <laughs> built up. And it's like, uh, can't, can't get in. Can't get in. <laughs> so Major wall alert. I got a callus up. I do have somebody that you, that you might be interested in. I'm going to call her and see if you can. So you know what's funny? I had made an appointment with one therapist when I was looking, when I first started looking like last month. I had yeah. made an appointment with one therapist. All the therapists have been so booked. Okay. That's good. I'm happy for them. Like, get your money. It has been hard to get in with anybody at mm. this point. So I found an appointment. I found this one lady and she she was she, she seemed like she was really nice. And she was like, okay, um, I can take you on December 17th. And I was like, okay. So I just told her to put the appointment down. But... I was like, I need to see somebody like <laughs> ASAP, Julie. <laughs> so well, send it to me. I'll check I, her out. Um, I still have that appointment on the 17, but I'm seeing somebody else <laughs> because I felt like I needed to get in sooner than what she was offering me. And if you are looking for somebody to talk to, and if you do need a therapist, you can also go holler at one of the homegirls, my girl <laughs> Jessica Reed. You can look her up, and we got something cool coming for y'all. But she can definitely help you out if she has. She's booked and busy, too. Like, that's another therapist that I know who's booked up. But she has something soon coming in the works, and I will be happy to announce that. But in the meantime, in between time, let's get right on into it. This is not going to keep going around and around about therapy. Let me get into my relationship real fast. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. 
This week, I will make it short and sweet. Oh, that was didn't even know it rhymed and it did. So this week, be loved relationship goes out to everybody. And like I said, tis the season. So I'm going to try to give relationships that have a lot to do with the holidays. All right. So my first one. Real short, real sweet. Here we go. This is a tip to avoid arguments or during and around the holidays. The fastest way to get into an argument with your significant other is by partnering up with them to play any type of holiday games, knowing that they are not good at games and knowing that they are not competitive as you are. You have to know your significant other. Indy and I, we will probably never be partners on any games except games that she's good at. However, if I say, Indy, do you want to be my spades partner? What are you probably going to say? I don't. I keep. <laughs> well, now I just, and I what are you like, going to say? I feel like folks going to be like, black card revoked. Yeah. I forget how to play spades every time I leave the table. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I would never ask India to be my spades partner because that's not how I get down. I'm nervous and I know what's, what I'm getting myself into. I'm competitive. Now, if it's Jax, India, let's go. Like, let, let's run it. If it's Uno, then we need a partner. India, let's run it. Dominoes? No, I'm not asking India to play dominoes, space, anything like that that I am very competitive about. So, but you could teach your you could teach your partner. I ain't how got to time play before y'all go to the Girl, family function. You about to be 30 years old and you can't play space? I ain't with it. I no. ain't got time. You need to know what the big joke is, the little joke is, or what are we well, playing? Well, because my family didn't, you know, Joker, a Joker, lot of deuce, people deuce. learn how to play space and stuff from their families. Yeah, and my family's like they didn't sit around playing cards and stuff. So anytime I was introduced to space, it was through a boyfriend well guess like, what literally every time it was through a boyfriend and it, it, it goes to show it tells me everything i need to know about your boyfriends they were shitty and none of them could play space because you cannot and that's what i'm saying to avoid an argument during the holidays do not ask your significant other to play any type of partnered games where they are not good at and they are a lot less competitive india are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Oh, WWID. What would India do? Kick it. He looks at naked women online but has a problem when I post a picture in a dress. This weekend... I'm out of town. He had the following and had the following text exchange with my boyfriend. Him, just a little tough seeing you wear something like that when I'm not with you. Me? Really? I'm so sorry. Him. I don't know. Some weirdo even commented on your photo. Me. I don't even know who that is. I can block him and delete the comment if you'd like. Him. Let's just talk about it later. It's no big deal. Also him. It wouldn't surprise me if you got other weirdo comments. I don't want to be that boyfriend, but that picture screams I'm single. Me. Sorry, I'm confused because I'm in a dress. And I'm assuming he didn't respond then because she said, Are you okay? And he said, yeah, I'm sorry for bringing that up. So the dress was short, but long sleeves, and only really showing my legs. But it's a damn good pic of me, and I'm not taking it down. Girl, show it. The thing is, in the past, I have been extremely hurt when he has done things like fall asleep with his browser open to porn. Oh, he's different. For instance, or... <laughs> oh, he's different. Or follow porn stars on Instagram. He unfollowed them when I asked and all that, and his conduct on Instagram that I see anyway, I'm sure he's searching out bitches, is fine, but it's just like, what is this? Am I with a guy who is just constantly sexualizing women, which is why he can't handle me posting a pic where I am clothed? I am irritated and confused. I always want more sex and attention from him, which is why I've been bothered by him searching out women. Jerk off until the cows come home. But when you're doing that and we have sex once a week, yeah, it's an issue for me. Anyway, we never talked further about it. But I'm going home soon and I'm really bothered by his attitude about this. 
Why do men have no issue looking at naked women, but the second their girl posts anything, the world ends? I ain't that guy. I say if you got it, flaunt it. Go ahead. Uh, it just sounds like he's insecure and yes, ma'am. he sounds like a dirtbag. Yep. <laughs> um, if you're literally just posting a dress, like a mini dress, and the only thing that's showing is your legs, then there's honestly nothing wrong with it. Um, I do feel like guys sometimes go overboard when it comes to the following of the naked bitches on Instagram. <laughs> I will agree with you there. Um, because I think in my head, it's just like, if like you know that your woman doesn't look like this. And so... To know that that is all that's up and down your Instagram feed is just like what is like what's the point what what is happening here? Um, he's just rude about the leaving the porn browser up. Like yeah, that's different. I don't even understand that because it's like you had the browser up. Did you just jerk off and then fall asleep? And then we are literally in the same house together, and you just could have come and had sex with me, like. That would piss me off so bad. Man had residue all over his hands. Hands sticky, keyboard sticky. That's disgusting. This residue. It's um, nasty. Lubrication. But yeah, I think it's something to be said about, you know, the things that he looks at and then him trying to control what you wear. Indeed. Um, I wouldn't take that situation lightly at all. And I make it very clear, like, I'm not changing what I'm wearing. I'm not deleting the post. And if you have an issue with it, then maybe we need to be looking at something else in this relationship. Because if you can look at girls on Instagram that are dressed like this. Come on now. um, But then fight me on it, then you, you in the wrong place. We need to all be like Miguel. Miguel is a cool guy. I think his wife... He lets her, his fiance, right? Yeah, Nazanine. I think yeah. that's how you say it. And you know, it's, it's okay. Like, Miguel. She be on there naked. She's yeah. a model. Her, hey, but I she feel also like be on there naked with big. him, too. She does, and her pictures are very tasteful. Yeah. Um, but we're, ta- we're literally talking about a long sleeve mini dress. Yeah, like, you crazy, homie. Man, get over <laughs> yourself, man. Stop beating me so much. You go have sex with your woman. Crazy. All right. In India. I would like, I wish like she knew the ratio. Like, um, if you're only having sex with me once a week, how many times are you jacking off with yourself? Being it, dang. Like, it's nasty. And it would make me feel some type of way. It's like, yeah. are you not attracted yeah. to me in the way that you, you're attracted to these other women? We got to have a deeper conversation about that next week. I do have a conversation about, look, we'll talk about it, but the unrealistic expectations you have after watching porn. We'll talk about it on the next episode of She and I Podcast. India, tell the people where they can find you. Um, India.Marie on Instagram. Um, I know the virtual holiday market is over, but tune in to She Did That Co page because I got a couple of giveaways coming this week. Big giveaways, big vibes. um, From some of the uh, girls involved in the event. So, you know, tap in there. Nice. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and Our Podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message. Leave us a review. She and Our Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We love it. Send us your situation and we'll read it out loud on the podcast like we did today. Hey, and like always, man, want to wish you guys safe and happiness out there. And it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I